slow, one is black, one is white. Turn that radio up tonight. We got football, baseball, MMA. Probably not tennis, probably not croquet. Writers and comedians every day. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. We are live. From Shock City! Welcome back. It's Chris Denman, Travis Terrell. Little uh, little dip your toe in the water show, Trav. Don't say dip your toe in the water, please. Very exciting. We're here at Shock City Studios. We just announced on the uh, Facebook page online, as if it would be anywhere else, in the private Friends of Wall group on Facebook. Big news, man. We're back. We sent out a newsletter late last night on the FaceBats. And it is, uh, the response has been overwhelming. Yeah, it is. We're excited. Thank you, everybody, for, uh, I don't know, bugging us, seeing when the hell we're coming back. We've been saying we're coming back for a while. And you know what? It's been selfish reasons why people want us back. It's not like, oh, hey, your show's entertaining and funny. You know, you guys should keep up the good work. It's, oh, hey, I need to kill three hours while I'm at work at a job I absolutely can't stand. And I need an excuse not to talk to my wife or children. Please fill that void. I don't. I don't. I don't think people truly that upsets you. care that we're back. Okay. I think they're just like, all right, great. I need background noise as I continue to cheat on my wife. Thank you. We are live. Do you think we're the soundtrack to a torrid love affair too? I would think so because I I always envision like someone cheating on their wife and then Farrah File hits and his mistress just giggles at my quips on Farrah File. We'll get to some fair or foul later. We're Ooh. gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do a version of your hypothetical. Uh, since we are going to be primarily podcast, we're looking into some streaming options for next week. Uh, we can say anything. We can do a lot of interactive stuff, and it might get graphic. I'll say that now. Uh, but we're gonna do an Ask Travis Facebook Live segment, and we'll broadcast that's that. That's just gonna go well. How do you think that's gonna go? That's just I don't. We've come up with some terrible ideas on this show, and that's gonna be at the top of the list. So to catch everybody up, uh, couldn't have had a better, more exciting year and a half run on AM radio out of nowhere, right off the top rope. I, you and your wrestling references, I'm impressed. Continue. Classic Chris with the uh, the wrestling references. So, so you, someone's in WrestleMania mode. Yeah, that's why we launched this week, right? <laughs> Isn't that why we did this? Absolutely. Getting everybody primed for WrestleMania 32. Okay, so do we want to do a brief synopsis of the last year and a half? Synopsis is an overview of uh, of events that oh, have happened. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I like that's that. That's right. No college, but uh, I still have a decent vocabulary. So what was it? A year and a half ago, kind of on a whim, we drunkenly kept talking about doing a podcast, right? Yeah, we were we've been talking about it for as long as anything else, absolutely. Decided that through uh I don't even know what you would call it, but through a connection to the lovely Tim McKernan and uh back. and the uh, <laughs> and the folks at Inside STL and at the time it was 9:20 a.m. knew that there was a spot open and we were given an opportunity. Say, "Hey, you want to uh Broker some time, sell some ads, get in here, see what you got. We'll give you Tuesday through Friday, 8 to 10. And that's how we got started. First ever interview was who? Andrew WK, Travis's favorite. Yeah, I was like, yo, remember your song would replay three hours out of the Madden soundtrack in 2004? Sure, that's the that's what you pushed. <laughs> I was like, we got to get that guy on. We need Andrew WK. 
and then he was pushing the party's party. Was he pushing the party's party then? Either uh, way, at, at a certain point, yeah. But either way, so we, we kicked things around, off. Yeah, we lucked around. We 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 found that we can actually reach out to people that we wanted to talk to, and being able to have the backing of AM radio and Inside STL, we found ourselves in a position of being able to produce what we thought was a pretty good show that picked up an audience. And over time, we grew. And over time, we found ourselves a lot of highlights, a lot of cool guests, a lot of fun, and and we actually up until. Recently, I mean, in radio, we it was a gradual vertical move, right? No, it was, and it was expanded our hours in the evenings. Had some big events, right. had some great uh, live events. People, that's that's the main thing that we have to look back on. That people have been so supportive and responsive to the show as a whole. Whether it's people showing up to live events or just tuning in, texting in, different things like that. That's why I'm so excited about this Facebook Live. Uh, segment that we're going to do in a little bit because again it's going to be ask travis so look forward to that here's the thing with facebook live like every time you hear something in the news about facebook live it's either like someone masturbating (laughs) on facebook live or like three children deciding to jump off a building on facebook it's never like hey man Donkey that, that was a donkey good. donkey fucks chicken <laughs> and immediately attacks a bank robber, right? Every it's headline, all Facebook Live. Every news article I've read over the last three months that begins with Facebook Live always ends with either someone masturbating or dead. So I don't know if we want to lead with the Facebook Live news, but if you I, say so, because you because I'm almost certain that it's gonna be absolutely appropriate and professional. I'm I'm down with that. Okay, so we make it through. We get to uh, do some really cool things. We got to travel. We got to be. You make on, it sound uh, like a war story. No, it's exciting. <laughs> we got to we got to paint a picture, Travis. I'm a storyteller at heart. Oh, nice. So we got to travel. We've been to Los Angeles, Chicago, Honduras. All these things. We've met so many awesome people along the way. We're given the app uh, the opportunity, and uh, I grew up in Afton, apparently. Uh, given the opportunity to move into Afternoon Drive, right, on the new 590 The Fan, move to 2 to 4, some more changes are made. They want to go more sports-centric, whatever you want to call it. We were politely offered a few options to stick around at 590. Didn't think that would work for us. Thought, hey, what a time to pursue maybe the correct path for us. We've got that time on radio, so that provides some legitimacy. We're not just too bros uh, touching each other in my living room doing a podcast. Nothing wrong with that. I'll say that was the original title of our first show. That's true. That, that was the, the uh, original incarnation. And then it, was, it felt like with the live shows, and then we had some success with Target Practice Live, with the comedy shows, different Q&A events, and di- whatever we've done, it's felt like it's been a success, right, as we, as we move forward. So I'm hoping that this next incarnation is, uh, is the positive, correct, next step because i don't know it just didn't feel like we were going to be long for am radio uh with the direction we wanted to go sure i i i see it and like who are you talking about i know i'd love to be on am no i see it in, in a couple ways as far as being able to build a brand being able to build an audience you have to do it some way and chris and i uh despite us having such a fruitful successful experience in the restaurant and sales industry that uh, <laughs> doesn't carry a large following when it comes to podcasts. So what better way for us to try to introduce ourselves to the world than through the conduit that was AM radio? 
I I see it as uh, the natural evolution of the medium. I think well, we want to do more live shows, right? Like well, we want to tour eventually. We want to do that. So absolutely. It's, why think, not do something that lends itself more? And again, to that? I think this is again the natural evolution of the medium, and this is obviously no way, shape, or form my way of knocking the current way that we communicate with each other, i.e., radio. But I think this medium is where we're going to be as entertainers, comedians, actors, uh, sports figures. I think this is going to be the medium that folks run to in order to get their source of entertainment and news. So and it's a natural fit with us being lazy pieces of shit millennials. Right. We decided that Snowflakes. this would... Yeah. And we said, hey... What better place to have a safe space than Shock City? <laughs> we've got we've got Sam helping us out engineering. You know what our our new slogan's going to be for the show, Travis? What's that, Chris? Good enough for Diddy, good enough for us. You know, Puffy <laughs> and Wale. I have heard of them, Chris. Heard, heard of these hip hop superstars? Uh, heard they, of them? They're pretty I, big deals. They were on the uh, Blockbuster Awards this year. Yes, correct? they were. Okay. They were. Uh, they were on Hip Hop '97. You know, right. we I think the... I saw them opening on Comic View. Yes, that after was... 10 p.m. on BET. Look, there are so many great people who performed here at the Better Business Bureau Torch Award winner 2016 because they celebrate mm. exceptional <laughs> ethics and service <laughs> serving Eastern Missouri. And Southern Illinois. It's a great live Of read. course. Chris, uh, this is a beautiful studio. Uh, beautiful people. They just like, damn, just sex oozes off the walls when you walk into Shock City. Yeah. We're, no, it's, this is unbelievable. So let's get back to present day, right? So we're here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We're this not is just, good. This is good. Yeah. We, Travis is a, didn't have a rich uncle that's a beneficiary that's like, you may receive your pittance well, by creating I'd, a podcast. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a funny stipulation? This is what Frederick <laughs> Douglass dreamed of. Right, He's exactly. Like, you know, if a black guy and a white guy can just get together in a very expensive studio and talk shit, <laughs> then that is By what... God, I'll fund it. <laughs> no, so that's why it's uh, it's it's been a bit. It's taken some time. We had to make sure that uh, it was going to work out from a business. It's not just we get to come in and record. It costs money. They got to keep the lights on here. They got to keep things so... We're launching a podcast network, and we'll have more details on that in the next week. There are some really cool shows that are going to join us here, but basically we thought, okay, there's this world-class studio. We're not particularly interested in uh, in the radio game per se for what's available at the moment. Um, more power to those kicking ass with it. How can we make it work? We love the sound quality here. We love the people here. So it's essentially we have a small business now, Myself, you, and, and the great Michael Gaines are going to be part owners of that. So we're going to offer up a podcast network. So hit me up, C. Denman at weareliveradio.com. That's our first official live read. That garbage you just did wasn't a live read. What are you talking about? Look, when you want to go to a studio that absolutely takes care of you, you need to make sure they're a Torch Award winner. Mm -hmm. So if wow, you're just going better. through the yellow pages and you're just yeah. like, I can't find Torch Award winners. Come down to Benny's Beat Lab. Nope, you can't do that because it's not a Torch Award winner. But you can't come to Shock City! Torch Award 2016. Servicing again, Chris. All right. That's, Eastern Missouri. That's You're hurting Southern the brand. Illinois. No, it, we wanted a professional approach. We're still going to have comedians come through. We're still going to have 
relatively famous people on the show. So if they're here, we want to provide a good appearance. And if you want that for your show or for your project, come here. Come deal with us. Hit me up, cdenman at weareliveradio.com. And uh, we'll have more information on that. I mentioned this. We're working on a streaming option. There are there's free streaming options out there. Um, we're looking into a why more do we want streaming approach. options? Because I feel like I the like reason the, why like you the, want it is because I want people to text you want in. people to text in. Yeah, and that's that's in that's, the anonymity that's to that part. The anonymity that a text line provides. I don't think we'll get the material on Facebook Live necessarily always because you know you have uh, those comments stay. You have right. those comments <laughs> stick. Whereas and people's families we just, and we're going to open up the phone that. lines in a bit. Are you excited about that? I think that's the again. These are awful ideas that you're suggesting right now that you want to stream that you are looking forward to feedback from this audience and that you're going to open the phone lines. It's you have to you have to touch your audience. You Travis. know what? You are the antithesis. No, you're not. You know, I take that back because I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you right now. I don't want to throw my politics on you this early in the morning. But you make it's, me sick. We're recording at eleven oh five. Travis has been up for roughly three minutes. How do you feel about two days in a row being late? I was. You're the not boss, late. Travis. You're I, the boss. Look, here's the thing. It's. The show doesn't start until Daddy shows up, so it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not technically late. It's not late. When Prince performed, was Prince late? No, Prince was always on time. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. all right. So last time I checked, I ain't got to be on from two to four, or three to six, or four to seven. I show up when my ass wants to, and I can cuss when I want because it's not safe for work. And if you're looking, <laughs> and if you're looking. To do a not safe for work podcast, I say you should do See it. See Denman at weareliveradio.com. And then you can record it at a Torch Award winning studio. Oh, shut the like. Shock City Studios. No, I'm excited. We're going to bring in some more talent here. We're going to have uh, lots <laughs> of. We're going to need a lot of it. Yeah. Got to make up for, uh, for something. So keep up with us on the Facebook page, on the private Friends of Wall group. And then uh, while we're talking business, next week, April 6th, Trav, what are we doing? Bomber O'Brien's hosting us for a live Q and A. Let's do a good. Let's do a good live review. Comedy I'm, and hockey right, come do, together. I'm gonna do the blues. Terry Ake, former St. Louis Blue, current director of alumni relations, joins us at Bomber O'Brien's. Tickets just twelve bucks. I want you to know he's making the hand movements while he's doing this. Because you got to play the trumpet. That's good. Get tickets. Uh, get them on our Facebook page. We're selling them through Eventbrite. Again, Terry Yake, kind enough to join us Thursday. And proceeds, some of the proceeds going to youth hockey in the St. Louis area. We're trying to essentially save the rink outside of the High Ridge Civic Center. It's a hockey rink for the youths. So come help out uh, youth hockey in St. Louis. We have an appetizer bar that's included with the ticket price. There'll be raffles, giveaways, and you get to talk hockey with somebody who's actually a professional athlete, and you get to hear us tell dick jokes in between. Reed Lowe is joining us also. Reed that? Lowe's stopping by. Yeah. So you got you got Terry Yake, Reed Lowe. It's a watch party Q&A, and it's live commentary, so you'll be able to hear some feedback from guys who've actually played the game. And then you get food that comes along with your ticket purchase. Drink specials. You yep. get to partake in the drink specials, and your money... 
your proceeds will be able to go towards helping youth hockey here in St. Louis. So I don't know why you wouldn't show up for this. It's at Bombers. Great venue, South great City. bar, South bar. City. Hit them up. So you're going to help raise money. You're going to eat great food at a buffet inside a great restaurant on the South City. And then you get to hang out with Reed Lowe and Terry Ake, and we get a chance to talk hockey as the Blues get ready for their run into the playoffs. That's exciting. Again, and there are going to be giveaways. And this we're going to be gonna raising. We've be... only got limited tickets available. We're, so. so yeah, we do have limited tickets available. So we really want to pack this place. We want to get people in there. So again, share this podcast with your friends. Let them know that we're taking care of the Utes, Chris. Look at us. Look at us going into the community, huh? Let's let's uh, let's see Rush Limbaugh going to the community, huh? Let's see. Uh, let's see Corolla going to the community. Yeah, I'm, I'm hey, throwing shots that, at everyone. Corolla had uh, Ian Bag. On today. Never heard of uh, Adam Carolla. Oh, see what I did there? He thought I was going to say Ian Bag. Nope. I've heard of Ian. Yeah. Never heard of Adam Carolla. Speaking of Adam Carolla, Chris, I was flipping through my face bats. What, why do you keep calling it that? Is I that a know. you thing? Are you stealing that from the old station's lexicon? Well, well, the generation, the younger folks, they like to say those things. Mm-hmm. And I found out that today is officially the one year anniversary. Of We Are Live, selling out the pageant. March 26th. Well, the show back up again in my feed. I just assumed (laughs) that it was today. Facebook be lying when it comes to anniversaries. Facebook just be lying. But no, it was. It's fun to be here now, a year removed from our time with Adam Carolla, because we we actually don't take the time to talk about that enough on this show. Right. It's something that rarely comes up. No, it was a blast. And then going out to L.A. in June, being on his show out there. And he's become a uh, a friend of the show, so excited! I think he'll be on probably next week as well. You ready to jump into this hypothetical, my friend? You want you want to do this? Oh, let's hey, let's hit this real quick. Carly will be in Friday. Carly we will gotta, be on Friday. Gaines, got some new segments for her. And Gaines isn't present today because Gaines has AIDS. N- n- nothing more to say. That's all. He has AIDS. You would think you know you wouldn't get that in twenty seventeen, but apparently, slip up. A couple times. I think, and the, I kind of feel like we should take some responsibility for that because we're always like, no condoms, no, don't do that. But here's the thing that people don't know about not wearing condoms. You cannot get AIDS without wearing condoms. That's not true. You can absolutely have sex unprotected and be just fine. So this whole myth I'm going to let you out, talk, no, no, go no, ahead. I'm just saying people breathe, have been putting out for a long in. time because people are always like, oh, you need to have protection so you can protect yourself from certain diseases. And scientifically speaking, that's never been proven. So people just want to continue to say you shouldn't raw dog it. Says who? Hmm? Are these the same scientists that talk about climate change? Hmm? Ah, that's what I thought. So You're still riding this, huh? I say, look, go raw dog. Because it's not been proven by any real scientists that you can get any diseases or babies from it. Condom free 2017. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, so we're back. Gaines is going to be producing, and he'll be on uh, full-time. Carly's definitely going to be, I think, way the schedule's going to work out. She's going to start out on Fridays, and we'll see what happens from there. But got some fun segments lined up. I know she's excited. We're excited. Uh, more live shows coming up, all those things. So what did you want to get into today? There was actually a, a news story about, where did this come from? I don't not even a story, but basically it was uh, your browser history is going to become public pot- potentially. How do you feel about that? 
Well, um, for everyone who said that there would be no real consequence to the election, like people told you, you know, hey, man, you really should think about your vote this November. Like there are some real the same people, Chris. They're the same person. The Democrats and the Republicans, they all the same, Chris. I can't tell. I go to Burger King. I go to McDonald's. They all the same. So people yelled that. And then people decided that, you know what, I'm going to give the car keys to this burnt Cheeto fella and his homies. And I'm sure it's all going to be the same. It's going to be euphoric. It's going to be a paradise. And then you find out that those same assholes that you decided to vote for this past November is going to allow companies to basically breach your browser history and sell it. (laughs) That's right. Everything that you've searched on the Internet is now going to be made public. So all those condescending asshats who said this election didn't mean anything and it will have no consequence on your life. I look forward to you and your next job interview showing up. With your resume (laughs) and your experience. And then that employer telling you, hey, no, seriously, at 3.30 a.m., why are you watching pregnant donkey porn? Mm, 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 mm. So I'm a Shout out to donkeys getting a lot of love. By the way, they really are. They don't get enough credit, if you ask me. This is what people... Look, this this is absolutely asinine, but this is what happens when you put certain people in charge. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And so the people that fund these campaigns, that fund these elections, they have interest. And the people who support it, the current folks that are in office and of this administration, they want to be able to make a lot of money. And the best way to do that is to have a history of what you like to search on the internet. Who? So if we're, if we're taking this the direction of your hypothetical what's your worst scenario being found out who who's the worst person that can see your browser history i I, as long as my mother does not get a hold of my browser history as long as my family doesn't get a hold of it i'm fine everyone at this point realizes that i'm probably a serial killer especially if you look at my internet history like so i can tell you right now what would be the most damning thing somebody could say that you're willing to admit i think on, it's the combination this. of what's presently in my history so i have okay so i have so h&m church porn sesame street gospel music uh and then just like porn from saudi arabia mm. so having that combination that is probably treasonous. troubling more than anything else like why is he on pbs why is he watching arabian porn and Travis, really? You're about 240 pounds. Why are you shopping at H&M? So those would raise more questions to everyone else than anything. But as far as an employer, I, I can explain that in an interview. I'm not worried about that because because I feel like... Because would, em- you, would you, hypothetically, if you were interviewing somewhere, right. if your boss hit you with... Uh, in 2007, seems as though you had a real hankering for women stuffing socks in their mouth. And Would I've, you counter with, that's funny, Steve, in 2012, it appears you looked up a lot of revealing pictures of one Mr. Brad Pitt. Would you counter with that? That's kind of a power move. I wouldn't counter with that. Not a power. Not to be confused with the power bottom move. No, I wouldn't counter with that. I think, I, I just don't want, th- I don't think, 
I don't understand the need for that information to be out there. I would counter with, um, like, hey, I didn't know you had a thing for the sisters. <laughs> I do too, huh? And so then I would work that into it, and, and, and then we would. Would be you best guys buds. just give kind of like knowing glances at each other, like, oh, okay, I. I see. It's it's saying without saying. I think it's in like, that regard, careful, careful what you hit me on. I happen to know your proclivities as well. See, now that's the thing that will that would force people to change their behavior around because I think a lot of people. It certainly would because we all, you'd be a lot nicer. Yes, if your great aunt had not seen your history, but her neighbor was fairly active online, you're going to. You're going to help her out when, when the leaves hit the ground, we aren't all, you? When we get enough information, we always judge people. And I think having that browser history and how intimate it can be, we will maybe be more conscientious of how we interact with everyone. Maybe we will have does a it better change idea. Your, does it change your viewing habits? No, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, look, they, those websites exist for a reason. <laughs> they're there right. for my it's entertainment. Not like, it's not like they're there because no one's going there. <laughs> Somebody got to watch Pornhub. Somebody <laughs> has to do it. And I, I don't. I think it's that's a lot. I just don't want my family. I can't face my family and them knowing a lot of what's in my browser history. I can face a stranger because I won't see yo yo ass ever again. That's fine. Hey, but no, that's, all you have to do is ask them their name. It's like. Bitch, I see you too. Right, and I and I, do you think who's who's going to be hurt the most by this? Because well, you don't care. You don't, You are a white male, and no, no, so no. as a white male, you <laughs> it doesn't matter. You'll win no matter what. Right. That's a good. Like, that's, if, yeah, exactly. And this yeah. is and here's another sure. PSA: If you're a white male and you're listening to this and you're not doing well in life, you fucked up. <laughs> Ain't nobody else's fault. You white. You started on home plate. <laughs> Continue. Everyone though. starts at home plate. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Devin. Well played. It's not hard to beat you. <laughs> it wasn't well played. <laughs> Damn it. He's gotten smarter since the last time we were on radio or podcasting. I, my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> it hurts my soul. You have a bachelor's degree? <laughs> He's good. He's getting, he's getting smarter by the day, everyone. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my God. I think this, but hey. this is going to hurt more like our, our the older generation more. No. Because there's okay. a because our, our parents and grandparents are good, but are really good at keeping secrets. If there's one thing this gener the older generation does better than anybody is keep secrets. Like, People yo, did used to have entire <laughs> families that no one knew about. Five miles away. It <laughs> would <laughs> be in the same subdivision. <laughs> And then you find out when you're yeah. you're 47, you, your dad comes to you. You see some tan so kid. So you got three you, brothers. You what see the some, hell? I see some tan kid that looks like me. I'm like, what <laughs> hell's going on here? You know Larry Denman? <laughs> yeah, my father. Uh, yeah, oh. I call him Laurentia, but... Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that, that's going to... No, that's it'll, you know hurt, hurt the, the it'll, older generation. It'll hurt the people that are living in, uh, in those false boundary worlds that they've set up for themselves. Ooh. I can call you a dumbass and not be called a racist by Huffington Post because you are one and we're in our own world where we haven't set up rules where I can criticize you and not be called a racist, right? Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> You're like, wait, uh, wait, wait a wait damn a minute. You just agreed to it, Travis. <laughs> damn it. No, no, think about it. Politicians, religious leaders. Right. Um, you have super corporate people that 
the same the people that could lose their jobs over like looking at somebody the right, wrong way right. or saying that's not real life. That's the world they've created, right? And that's the world that they choose to live in. And they're because th think about like network TV. You hear that all the time that somebody's unhappy with it. Or look at look at the uh, look at Gilbert Gottfried, friend of the show, friend of the show, brother of the show. Gilbert Gottfried lost a huge endorsement deal over a joke sure. on Twitter. Yeah, what is he? He's a comedian. Yeah, that's it. That, I, but the silence, just, it's just me, just my but, head wanting to explode. But with that being said, they're going to... like had to drop him because of this set of rules that they feel they have to true. live in. No one's truly offended about that. There aren't, there weren't any Asian people that lost any sleep over some dumb Twitter comment, in my opinion. So you have this. Now you're going to get effed by your own world you've created because you're sure. saying this happen. world, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. No, regular people do things that aren't necessarily but what, 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 fun what, to talk but about. But what does America do best is capitalize off these type of situations. So what will now happen is that there will be more firms that will be able to go to certain parts of corporate America and say, hey, so now that your browser history is probably going to be out there, you can pay me 10 grand and I will absolutely scrub it from the internet. Well, there's that. And then there's also the swing around. Now are what, 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, if a politician was found to be secretly gay, mm -hmm. they're, they're screwed. Sure. There's, now, if that happens, their approval rating probably goes up, right? As, as, so things uh, go unless, around. Unless you're that person, as you just alluded to, that, that yeah. sat here and just gay bashed for years and years and years, and then we find out that you have a gay relationship, I don't know if that'll flip on its head. Right. But I do believe that the older generation will have difficulty with this, because you're right, because they've supplanted themselves in a corner of society where they say, well, you should always behave this particular way. But it's one thing we've always said about the older generation. You guys did the same type of shit we're doing now, you just didn't have the internet. Mm -hmm. And so your their behavior hasn't changed. Like if your dad was a freak nasty in the seventies, he is a freak nasty in twenty seventeen. Sure, yeah. There's maybe a little decorum attached to it back then. Very little. There's right. less. There's less now. But now, like I said, this the older <laughs> folks. To, look at every look at every seventies rock song ever. Just banging underage girls in every city they went so to. So now knowing that, especially a lot of the information we hear from older politicians, like we hear like some of the things they did in the 80s and 70s. Like I think Ob the smartest thing Obama ever did before he ran for president, he told everyone, hey, I tried crack once. <laughs> that was the smartest thing Obama could do because he was like, you're going to find that one person that saw me do crack. So let me put it out there. Now with our generation, we always put everything out there. It's on Snapchat, it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook. So people finding out about our browser history isn't going to completely deter us from getting to where we want to go. But if so you're- So remain, remain agile socially. Very much so. Like I said, unless you're going to be that person that wants to pontificate on certain morals, be careful. Because your browser history <laughs> will be soon made available. Again, just keep my mom away. And here's the beauty about this. My mama don't know how to work shit on the internet. She I, Every day my mama asks me about something like, yes, she has no idea that she still can't figure that out. My mama's had a smartphone for like eight years and has sent a total of two texts. So as long as my parents and my family never find out about my browser history, I'm fine. Everything else, if you find out about it or Shock City or the rest of the world, that's fine. Just don't fucking go up to my parents and tell them about it. That's all I care about. Hey, one more time, I'm going to remind you, April 6th, Terry 8, Q&A, watch party, hockey, comedy, all kinds of fun. 
donating some of that money to uh, Youth Hockey in St. Louis. Get tickets online through our Facebook page and Eventbrite. And you know what? I didn't do this the first time around, but that's brought to you by Fairway Automotive. Fairway Automotive! T-Bones Natural Meats. That's Terry Yake's organic food store out in uh, O'Fallon, I believe. it is. And uh, Matthew Ehrenreich, financial advisor for Edward Jones. Big thanks to him. Matthew Ehrenreich, financial uh, advisor for Edward Jones. We got to be careful. I don't know what we can say, what we can't. But either way, I do know there's some pretty strict guidelines in that industry. Either way, thank you to those guys. Thank you to all the other sponsors that are about to jump and that's on gonna be, the board. Again, that's going to well. be such a cool Q&A because Chris and I don't know much about this hockey thing. So it'd be great to actually get basic answers like, hey, why is the puck black? Hey, and is he <laughs> Why has it got to be black? Oh, that's a good question. And also, punching that guy in his face, that don't seem cool. Why they do that? You can get many of those questions at this Q&A. Yep. And then another event coming up June 3rd, off-Broadway, Target Practice Live. So far, we've got a few comics on there, but we're looking for more. We want to keep the search open. How do comics who are interested in joining this amazing event that's taken over all of South City, how can they get involved? We're going to have 250 people at Off-Broadway for this. Tickets available on their website, and we're going to have a a link as well. And I ain't got that many cousins, so there's going to be some people I'm meeting for the first time. Uh Uh-huh. It's going to be exciting. But you can email me, cdenman at weareliveradio.com. Dot com if that's uh, what you're wanting to do. If you're a comic, you want to be part of it. If you think you're better than Tim Convey, who's on board. If you think you're better than Bobby Jaycox, Ryan Dalton, returning champion Nathan Orton, get your tickets, people. And then comics, if you're interested, email me, Facebook me, however it works. That's, uh, that's totally fine. June 3rd, mark your calendars, off-Broadway. Tickets are cheaper than last time, so we want to pack the place drink specials, and more news to come with that. Thank you to everybody who came out to the first two. We haven't been on the air since that happened, Travis. Uh, How great were those? I think it went as well as we thought it was going to go. I thought it was incredibly entertaining. It, even just Shout to out to the s- comics that worked That's hard. That's what on I was going to say. I was going to get, let's just semi-serious for a second. We have had the pleasure of being able to see a lot of these comedians over the last year and a half throughout St. Louis and just seeing some world-class comedians in general. And so knowing that these guys exist in our backyard, we wanted to be able to give them a forum so they can showcase their talents and skills in front of all of St. Louis. And I thought they did just that on the first two nights of Target Practice Live. It was so much fun. The comedians were absolutely amazing. And so that's where we're very excited about the Off-Broadway show here. Uh, this summer because now we have an opportunity to try to get more people into a great venue to truly enjoy some of the best comics in the St. Louis area. And I can't say that enough. Everyone wants to jump on a good thing when it becomes a good thing. Like now is the time to go out and support these local talents. And these guys are huge. Nathan Orden, I've said this time and time again, if this guy isn't headlining in a year, you folks are, you know, the industry would be crazy not to. He's such an amazing talent, so witty. Oh, we had Angela Smith. Yeah, it was, absolutely. Just, and I Everybody, could, the first night, the Reggie Edwards won Reggie that. Edwards, we were more to New York as we speak. Yeah, good, good luck to Reggie. That's so great for him. And we're, uh, and we were more as a group. We were more disorganized the first night. It was the first run of a show, but it went great. It went like a pilot should go, though. Yeah, I agree. It was a little disorganized. The crowd was great. Everybody was so responsive, so nice for coming out. Made uh, made everybody really happy. But the second night, we, we decided, let's tighten it up. Gaines busted his ass. You know who stepped up? Matt Rocchio was a big help on the soundboard with music and everything. Second night was a little more crowded. We got the lighting situation dialed in, and we made it more about what we wanted it to be, which is a more organized, tourable 
show, and it worked out great. Sarah Pearl took second to Nathan Orton, and all the comics were so funny, and we're looking forward to working with them more in the future. So keep an eye out. And again, June 3rd, we are going to be doing that. Travis, we're going to do a Facebook Live oh, Ask God. Travis segment. You want to get the, I'm going to fire this up, oh, and, uh, and we will see where we're at. What do you think? Is that okay? I think this is a terrible idea. I'm going to put this out there right now. This is basically my warning that I gave to you folks back in November before you decided to go to the ballot box. I'm going to give you a similar warning again. This is an absolutely terrible idea. This is not going to work out. This is going to be bad for me. I have a feeling that it's going to be highly inappropriate. I have a feeling that this is going to go sideways quickly. But, hey, you guys are white, <laughs> you know, white second, is right. Second, uh, yeah, I sec- pointed out because someone one, said our show one. is about race. And I, for one, was offended at how accurate they were. <laughs> Completely offended by how accurate they were about that assessment about our show. So, hey, fire away, Chris, this little, this Facebook Live, which, again, if you read any headline over the last five months, Facebook Live in it, someone's dead or masturbating on a goat. That's how every Facebook Live goes. So we fired up. We ready to roll? We are. We're going to get it going. We can keep talking in the meantime. Can Did I talk you... about my... No, go ahead. Can I talk about my hypothetical? You want to save that for later after the, the What's Facebook your hypothetical? Live question? I've been thinking about this for a while, uh, mainly because I'm extremely lonely and I spend most of my nights by myself watching we, we, reruns I'm, of Frasier. If you're on Facebook Live, I've got our engineer, Sam, working hard here at Shock City. He says hello to the world there. So Okay, so what's your hypothetical so for the day, So my hypothetical to everyone today is this. Could you see yourself marrying someone who was in an industry where their looks was often critiqued? So could you date a model, Instagram model, actress, singer, diva? Could you see yourself... What about... Um, Instagram personality. That's the question. That's a serious question. And you would thought like five years ago that this is asinine. That's a dumbass thing. Like who cares? It's social media. But there are women right now on Instagram that are making six figures off their looks by sending posts and people literally hitting like on their screen. Uh And so their entire life is essentially centered around looking good. And getting likes on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. So I've always wondered, and I'm sure there are guys that date these girls, how do they do it? And could you do it? Now, Chris, we can go through the Bible of women that you have explored in the vaginal regions over the last, oh, let's just say decade. And we will be here to four in the afternoon if we tried. But in this case, could you ever see yourself dating or marrying someone whose career and lifestyle is centered around always looking a particular way for strangers. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty confident uh, in my... Uh, so in, you're, you're in fine my, with... The, my, uh, <laughs> oh, this is good. I'm, I'm pretty confident in my, uh, my saddlebags that I carry around. So. so let me understand this. So a guy in Des Moines, Iowa, sees your hot girl on Instagram, because I know sure. you're going to her page, sure. and she goes... Them some delicious areolas you got there, Elizabeth. <laughs> some delicious ass areolas. Now, that's if somebody did that on your girlfriend's Facebook page, you would probably do what? Well, that's different because that's probably somebody local and within arm's reach. <laughs> right? 
Sure. I mean, but that's... if you're saying, but what if the guy in Des Moines, Iowa, every Friday your girl puts up a bikini picture on Instagram, goes, "Woo, most delicious areolas." Mm. Uh, you're telling me after a while that's not going to grate at you. That's not going to eat at you. I, I think it's kind of on her too, if that's what happens. She an Instagram model, man. She need those likes. Those likes ultimately turn into checks. So she ain't going to sit up here and go, now Richard in Des Moines, my areolas are delicious, but you shouldn't say it on IG. It's fair. She's going to be like, eh, cost of doing business. But the question is, are you willing to put up with that in order to be with her? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I'm if I'm taking trips and eating dinner on those, but it has to be worth it. Now, if you're just kind of wasting your time, and people are just commenting and sending you lewd pictures in your inbox. Which is and all the no internet. Benefit, which is and all the internet. No, That's but if all there's it is. but if there's no payoff to it, then I would be kind of like, what are you doing? Because you know who's, the, who's this for? Because you know every IG model. Just let's say an IG model that has about five to six million followers, which is common. They're like four women in St. Louis that have five million Instagram followers. So you know out of that five million there are at least 700 dick pics. Nick, uh, Nick's, Nick S. I don't know if everybody wants their full names Just going put on. Nick S. We'll That's put fine. Nick S. chiming in. He says, if they're getting paid like that, it's okay, baby. Uh, so, so again, I P- think it depends PG on what... PG says, sup, baby girl. <laughs> Who says that? PG. How do they names? Peter. I don't know, man. I would not... I think... I think dating a model would be... I think... No guy would turn that down, but I think what if in she the was, age of social media, what if she was not that good looking, but she made a living off of just the the clicks and everything like that because she acted like a model. But we all know she's like a homely four and a half. Damn! But she does all those she does all those poses. You know what I mean? Just the the wanting, yearning poses, and it's she almost got like followers. A joke. She got yeah, followers. She yeah. make money. Yeah, that, that's gonna hurt a little bit more. Because if you're dating an ugly girl, you want to take advantage of dating an ugly girl as a guy. But you yeah, don't want to have like, to deal well, with her at attitude. Least I wanna, at least I know she's going to cook a really nice casserole. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if y'all really knew it, she'd give a sloppy blowjob. Oh, damn. Because that's what most ugly girls do. They give sloppy blowjobs, if we're being completely honest there. But no, I I think... That the if it's again, and this isn't a knock on Instagram models, honestly. If someone's going to pay you a large amount of money just for strangers to like pictures on your Instagram, make a living. My question is, I I would wonder how difficult that is for a guy. And I don't think it's a matter of insecurity, it's just a matter of everything she does has to be shared with the world in order for her to basically cash a check every two weeks. So I wonder if sharing certain aspects over time denigrates the relationship. We got some questions coming in and they're fusing between the hypothetical and your Facebook live comments. Oh, Christ help us. Okay. Um, I believe, well, I remember some of these, these people's uh, text and names. So beer cats says, I was always told uh, chubby girls give the best flow jobs. Okay. Travis, you are my Nubian princess. That is That's nice. <laughs> I, like the nu- I, I, I like the Nubian aspect. I that like is them, true. That's very respectful. It needs to be used aspects. more. Absolutely. Uh, and then, uh, the, I believe we'll just say, uh, We'll just say 
a guy from Brentwood for us. Travis, how many Instagram followers are sending you pics of the D? Answer the question. Um, the ratio isn't as high as everyone else, but I get at least one penis pick a month. Is that good for you? That is not something I would. Do they skew to a certain race or Asian? Asian. I, men. I can always tell they're Asian. Okay. I don't so know what small, is. Must be a small file. Oh, uh, see, look, see, I didn't say that. That's racist as hell. That's racist as hell, Chris. I uh, believe this is the hipster Tower Grove South. Why is Travis wearing a shirt? Because it's part of our contractual agreement here at Shock City Studios that I keep my clothes on while recording. Now, when we're done recording, I can do whatever the fuck I want. But during the interim, I should keep my clothes on. That's part of the contract. I like that. And I think uh, here in a bit, so again, thank you for participating and ask Travis. Travis, thank uh, thank everybody. No, those are the questions. Now, those were the questions. Why do I have my shirt on? That's it. Paul Simon. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. I did not mean to uh, drop that out. Paul S. from the St. Louis area. You're so bad at this. Ah, you're so terrible. Well, he's putting it on I'm, Facebook. I'm glad so. you're not in. He's putting it on Facebook. He's probably in he says, protection. Big, he's going to die now. Big butts or big D's. Got to choose one. <laughs> Pick, Travis. You have to answer. Big butts or big what? D's. Like. Dingle? Dicks. Oh, Christ. No, big butts. What's the question? I don't know why that was a question. Uh, Travis, do you like the deep picks more if there's a watch or a scented candle in the back? <laughs> <laughs> you asked why we opened up the, the question. Yeah, why do we do this, Chris? This is That's because it's entertaining. Really, yeah, entertaining to you. <laughs> I look, hey, hey, look at these grown-ass men with children. And, and they're wives. putting their name on it, too. This is on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not worried that I said somebody's name. You guys are going to pay for that. You thought your browser history is going to be part of your problems. Nick, <laughs> Nick S. says, P. Simon. No, that's too specific. Let's say Paul S. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. You're the worst. Pepe here. Can Travis spin around in his chair? Will you do that for people, Travis? Yes, yes I will. He, okay, so we're now. he's now submitting to uh, to your needs. Oh, wow. This is great. Good for you, Travis. This is what the listeners want. For those want. downloading again, the podcast, got, I spend around in my we've chair. We've got Sam. He's a great audio engineer here at uh, at Shock City Studios. So we're, we're pumped to be back and And he, uh, he too, is the reason why the folks at the Better Business Bureau gave out Torch Awards. <laughs> and see, they don't give out Torch Awards just to any old studio, man. They could have given that to uh, the... The Jim Rice homeless shelter. They could have <laughs> given true. that to that's the folks true. at the St. Louis Public Library. It has a very nice studio. And I'm so happy my tax dollars went to it because it's really cool. But no, Torch Award winner, Chris, 2016. Uh, we have more questions coming uh, in, of Travis. We do. Chris, what are these questions? Tra <laughs> You're laughing uh, and giggling, which means yeah. it's going to be a powerful and moving question. What you know could what? it be, Chris? In uh, asks... Travis, where will Tommy Laren end up? She'll end up at Fox. She'll be on the We Are Live uh, network if she's lucky. No, she'll be at Fox, no doubt about it. If she's a blonde that's absolutely stupid, then yeah, she'll definitely be on Fox. She'll have uh, a show at, on prime time on Fox. Haxi asks, Trav, do you enjoy being finger cuffed by two tasty gentlemen? What does that even mean? I, you know what? Nope. That's, that's how we get started. That's oh, how we, we have go another, down the wormhole. We, okay, so you did I the, don't want to know what it means. You did the chair spin. I did. Uh, we have another request from a PS. Okay. 
Can Travis bend over and grab his ankles? It's my favorite thing he does. That never done that in my life. I don't know why you're reading that now. Because you realize that I've never done that in my life. So you could have stopped that question before you even asked it, but you chose to read it in JB asks... Uh, or states, I had no idea Travis was in such good shape. That is the downside of the beard. Yeah. No, no sexual... Con- that's it. That's the end of statement. I, you I, were just waiting for the payoff. I was like, what's the punchline? Okay. There's a punchline. And uh, BM says... Oh, maybe I not use that. Did you just say you want to torch a homeless shelter? No, I don't. <laughs> that's, that's poor behavior for a, a, a liberal person like yourself. Uh, no, I didn't, unless the homeless shelter has Wi-Fi. If it doesn't have Wi-Fi, what's the good is the homeless shelter? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Tony Doe, do you eat ass? <laughs> Answer the question. I, because I don't have a representative present right now, will not answer that question. Wow. Okay. Not, legally, I'm not allowed to add. That's also in the contract with Shock City. I cannot tell them my sexual proclivities uh, while on podcast. South City Tone, Trav, got a drip. Do I need to quit? That's, what is, why? This why? is, I'm enjoying that Sam is, uh, <laughs> Sam has recorded us before, but he's never had the live element I don't, included. This is the show. This is it. <laughs> this, this is, why does the, what is wrong with them? South City Tone. Uh, Clean it I, up. I'm not sure what uh, this man wants to go by. We'll just call him Engine Joe. Are spitters really quitters? They are not team players. How about that? That's a better answer. Hoxie, do you prefer uncircumcised? I don't. I don't. I don't. Care. That's not my business. It's not Tony my place. Doe, does that twink off camera eat ass? What? Okay, not think that. He's that, now on camera. We, that's, well, he says, yep. Bring it here, bring it. <laughs> See, he he says, bring it in. See, this is. Well, this is great pod. And we'll leave the, we'll leave it going, Travis. What do you say? Sure. If that's what we want to do, if that's what we're, I don't know. And it's going to be pointed at me. Yeah. It's going to be pointed at me while we do the rest of this thing. Huh? Yeah. I think that's, uh, that makes sense. Don't you? Well, disgust me. You're gross. It's good to know that you all have matured. Over the month, that way we weren't available to you. So this particular uh, episode, uh, we're going to have up on WeAreLiveRadio.com. Next week, we're looking into streaming options. We're looking into, uh, we'll have it up on iTunes and everything else. But for this week, shows will just be up on WeAreLiveRadio.com. And uh, Jay texting in. Is that the only shirt Travis has? Does he need a new one? I can take him shopping. And she's a female. I have at least uh, a basket full of flannel button-up shirts. Uh, when you get a beard, a company uh, just sends them to you. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy my flannel shirts. So if they want to go out and buy me new flannel shirts, I'm game for. When you're overweight... Out of shape and have a beard, you're required to at least wear three flannel button-ups a week. And that's what I do. If I put a t-shirt on right now, all of you would say, hey, why is Travis six months pregnant? And I would not have an answer for you. So therefore, I will continue to wear the flannel shirts until I am able to go up and down steps without breathing too hardly. That's fair. Uh, Sam, what is the phone number we have. We'll take a few calls here in a minute. We'll We're keep talking. We're taking but... calls now. These are absolutely terrible ideas. 314 441 5771. 
888-825-5771. And we will take a few calls and uh, and really get the pulse. Don't care for their pulse. I don't care for their pulse one bit. There's nothing about their pulse that I really want. And one more from South City Tone is Travis's outfit from the Darius Rutger collection. Uh, if you mean by South Carolina alum, heading to the Final Four, and friend of the show, Darius Rucker, then yes, I did get it from his collection. <laughs> How about this? Uh, Bertsy asks, Travis, would you rather have taste buds on your butthole or poop through your mouth? <laughs> oh, God. Answer the question. I don't have to answer the question. I think that's an asinine question. And unless you're willing to ask that of your mother, then you should not ask that of strangers. People are disgusting. I'm excited. We're going to take calls here in just a minute. We are going to uh, we're going to finish up the Facebook live feed. Please, let's finish this up again. Three one four 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 one five seven seven one. If you guys want to call in, we'll take uh, a call or two to just really get a feel. Of what has uh, what is to feel? What is what's to been feel? going? What is to to embrace at this point? All of you are disgusting degenerates, and I think you should all seek therapy. And we're sitting up here entertaining and laughing it. I think a lot of these people need help, and sadly, a lot of these people are in positions of authority that can affect other people's lives. So, people who are sending in, "Hey, do you want uh, doo doo coming out of your nostrils, or would you rather vomit out of your ear hole?" Those people like are attorneys. Like these are influential people who literally just sent someone to jail for five to seven years. Like these are the people who are texting this stuff. They're like real estate moguls who are sending in, hey, man, uh, can you bend over and grab your ankles? That that person literally owns property in the state of Missouri, lots of it, and sells it to the public. Ridiculous. And you're just giggling over there like, <laughs> yes, send more in. Send them in, Travis. We love it. No way. I was just giggling in a Google. We've and still got fair foul to come. Uh... <laughs> We still got time for fair or foul. No guests today. Just Chris and Trav and the listeners. <laughs> That's always Poor Sam. A, always a good combination. This guy is recorded with Sean P. D. D. Combs, Jay Z. He's recorded with uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. He's recorded <laughs> with. I'm just running. He came to her window. <laughs> so he, <laughs> That's Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> and I'm pissed. You set me up. How did you know I would know that? You son of a, a bitch. Ah, a God, this Chris. You're like a villain in a DC movie. You're oh, good. Oh, man. Ah, sh- Nikes. Uh, real quick, let's do a rundown of things that have happened uh, since we have <laughs> not been on the radio. So obviously we had the uh, the Target Practice Live events. We've announced a couple other events. Chuck Berry passed away. And I actually want to talk to you about this before we did it. I did the obligatory, hey, respect, right? thank you. You know, it's nice to have a legend from St. Louis. Uh, I think Chuck Berry was probably a mix between an asshole with some weird sexual, weird to the general public sexual proclivities, mixed with... He created created an adult film genre. Mixed... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he did. Mixed with... (laughs) some horrible racist times. He really had some bad things going on from a race standpoint and dealing with judges in the South, different things like that. But I think he was also kind of a bad guy. 
but he was also really talented and from St. Louis. So there's all these things going. So so essentially, you you have right now, you're faced with what the kids call the R. Kelly dilemma. You're faced well, with- how, No, can, it's worse than is, that. Can because I, I don't celebrate give a, damn a guy musically? Well, yeah. musically, R. Kelly in some circles is considered a genius. Uh, now, whether sure. it's you know in our circles, that's another story. But many people believe that R. Kelly is one of the greatest musical artists, perhaps, of a generation. Uh, but we, as we all know, R. Kelly does very inappropriate slash Catholic priest things when it comes to the people he wants to be with. So it's very difficult to reconcile your love for his music when you know that outside of the studio that a person is a complete asshat. Um, with Chuck Berry, yes. We uh, frown upon uh, those people who uh, well, I there guess, was the underage and dressing rooms and well, there was the underage charges and things like that. But even the judge at that time was very racially motivated. So it's like, yeah, the things he did. If one of our friends did them, we would literally never speak to him again, unless it's Bill Cosby. And then we would probably be like, hey man, he was trying to buy NBC. Everybody just coming after him because he's a profitable black man. That's, that's probably not, not it. No. I, yeah, it's, it, I think that's what's going to happen. And we've said this before, especially since last year, we lost so many amazing celebrities who, if you look through the glass, perhaps weren't always the greatest of people. Sure. I think that's just going to be the way it is um, for the rest of time. We're going to, if you were to sit up here and say, oh man, that's so sad. Jay-Z passed away. And there's going to be someone in the crowd, but he sold 92 bricks. Like people are going to be people like, he was a drug dealer and he shot his brother. Like they will say things like that. Oh, oh that's, that's such a sound. Melodic <laughs> call. That sound means uh, we're going to go ahead and take a call. I like that. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh my. Call from Sonny Corleone. <laughs> we have Sonny Corleone on the line. <laughs> this was a great idea. Hello, Sonny Corleone. Corleone. Oh, hung up. Sonny Curly. That music, though. What a great, what a great music. That's really good. That was, that was kind of, that felt good. I kind of like it. It did. And we'll, we'll do fair or foul here in just a second. We've just, uh, we're getting the, uh, so what do you do then? So what do you do now going forward? Because they're going to be heroes of yours. They're going to pass away. And there's going to be someone that's going to be like, oh, hey, remember that one time, though? It's... He kidnapped those three kids in Tennessee? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh. I didn't know that about Albert Pujols. So there's going to be someone at some point this that's going to bring that up. This podcast does not believe that. That was a fictitious <laughs> <No>. thing <laughs> Travis just said. So that's that's what you're going to run into. But we still can appreciate, I, I think, you can still appreciate his contributions to music yeah, and to the can. culture. Especially, again, without Chuck Berry, you don't have an entire genre. <laughs> that says a lot. Like, again, you're right. When you look back on some of the things that he was caught up in, it makes you pause. Uh, and then on the other end, you have to say, uh, well, he also created a genre that gave us Elvis Presley and the Rolling Stones. Sure. So, eh, I think I think it's something Dave Chappelle discussed in his Netflix special is that uh, there's a there's a weird balance that we have to look in when we're judging the totality of a of a celebrity. 
Yeah. Like, and it's something that, I mean, it's, there are certainly things a celebrity can do that completely is like, all right, that's it. I'm done with you. I'm cleaning my hands of you. But some people are willing to look past certain things in order to put certain celebrities on a pedestal. So that's the only thing I say, because there's someone in your, there's someone that you love and admire and respect that we could probably pull up a story on that they wouldn't want to talk extensively about. It's great, and it's been a blast. It's been our first show, official show, as we're going to be here full-time now at Shock City Studios. Uh, Travis, I'm going to allow you to finish the segment. Interesting. uh, The segment, sorry, the show with a segment that um, it's almost like your little crutch. It's and, not a, I, and I like hitting you with that. Travis, what's that segment called? Well, Chris, before we go into the segment, let's remember that this very segment is the reason why we are now partnering with Chalk City Studios, the reason why a year ago you and I were on stage at the pageant at a sold-out crowd with Adam Crow, the reason why Honduras and Los Angeles and Chicago exist, and the reason why Target Practice Live will go on the road later this year. It is the segment that people love the most. It is fair or foul. What do we got today, Trev? What are you going to hit us with? Topics, topics, oh, topics, okay. baby. This is, this is pretty good. I like this. Oh, yes, <laughs> Sam. Uh, and you know what? We may just go about eight minutes with it, so just uh, loop that through, baby. Uh, what do you got, Trev? Well, Chris, fair or foul, your favorite uncle, my favorite uncle, Uncle Joe Biden, speaking out, wishing that he had ran for president. <laughs> fair or foul, my- Joe Biden showing up. Ten days later, talking about, <laughs> hey, that party's still popping. Uh, fair, because truthfully, he's like, I had a fantasy draft that night. <laughs> I could see that be the reason right? why he decided not to run. No, I told my friends we could get drunk. <laughs> Chris, fair foul. Mizzou Tigers bringing home their son, Michael Porter Jr. And the number one. Basketball player in America. Go Tigers. That's a big fair, Travis. Uh, It's going to look like he got game at uh, Mizzou real soon. But the first one where uh, they bring him in and they're like, hey, Jesus, check out these porn stars. And he gets to nail whoever he wants. And that's going to be, you're already seeing other recruits talking about coming there. And now all of a sudden, Potentially, it's going to be cool to play basketball at Mizzou. And as a taxpayer in Missouri, we should all like that. Not only that, we the, the Mizzou Arena will finally have fans there to watch basketball. The beauty of signing the number one basketball player in America is no matter what the schedule, no matter what the record, people are going to show up to watch one of the most elite athletes, not only in America, but perhaps on the planet. Chris, Max Scherzer, all all he needed was three pitches to strike out your hero, Tim Tebow. Fair foul. Why does Max Scherzer hate Jesus? Uh, he's a known atheist. <laughs> so that's that's definitely fair. Travis, fair or foul? Oh, Christ. The digs at Shock City. How great is this? The digs are so good. If I had an award from the Better Business Bureau that I could hand out to Shock City, I would name it the Torch Award, and I would give it to them because of this facility. So that's what I would do, Chris. How about that? (laughs) Shock City! Fair or foul, Chappelle's released specials 
on Netflix. I thought they were absolutely fair. I thought the show in Austin was the funniest one, but I thought it was, I felt it was vintage Dave Chappelle and that it was well-written. His delivery is as good as ever. He had the energy. He wanted to be on the stage. I think that's the cool thing about Dave Chappelle. When Dave Chappelle wants to do something, it comes out so beautifully, so entertaining. I thought the Netflix specials were knocked out the ballpark. I want more. Netflix, throw more money at Dave Chappelle. Hey, and uh, we're looking at uh, Joe Coy's special is up on Netflix. Joe Coy came out to yesterday. What's today, Wednesday? It came out yesterday. Or is it next week? But it's coming out soon. If I it's think not it's out, out today, yesterday. If it came out yesterday, check out Joe Coy's Netflix special. So that's really cool. I love that Netflix has truly honed in on this. I love that this is their sweet spot. It's a great move. The Chappelle alone was absolutely worth the month subscription. So make sure you guys go check those out. Check it out. Yeah. And then uh, Fair Foul, Ian Bag on Adam Carolla. Ian Bag on Adam Carolla. That is an absolute foul. Oh, because not at any oh. point did Ian Bag mention we are live throughout that entire interview. He and was, I was he upset. Was nervous, man. What was going on there? Look, I know the feeling. God, I tell you, something about Carolla. He's so witty. He's so smart. It's it's pretty intimidating in a studio when that guy's when he's on a roll. Stay out of his way. Very, I can understand a, a talented comedian like Ian being intimidated by a guy like Corona. Yeah, it, it was it's, it was a great appearance, but uh, yeah. So uh, news on that, Travis, Chris Denman, yeah, doing a podcast with highly rated comedian Ian Bag, National Bag Radio, dropping soon. Fair foul, you jealous? So you're gonna tell everyone while they're listening that you're cheating on me and you think I won't Ooh, have a problem with that? That's, yeah, you, you know what? You're a good... That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's all right. Cool, cool. That's what we do. We getting white comedians and we teaming up with them for podcasts? Bet that. Bet that. Okay. Remember that, everyone. He's Canadian, so he's an immigrant and he brings Ooh, a different form of diversity than you do. No, he's extra white. <laughs> you you say, you know what? I've, had a, I've, I've gone really black. I'm really going back to white. I want a Canadian. That's what you did to me. Are you happy now? Like, oh, I, I had, oh man, that chicken was delicious, but I would like poutine. <laughs> poutine. 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 That is not how they say it. Poutine. Travis, we gonna try this? You think Sam's ready for your fair foul outro? I don't know if he's ready. All right, that completes the latest edition of Fair. Shake your ass, yo. Shake your ass, ho. Later, louder, Sam. Pop that asshole. Pop that asshole. Or foul. Wow. Wow. What a... Wow. Again, Sam's worked with the industry's best. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Elton nope. John. Now you're just making things up. Billy Joel. Aerosmith. Mm, okay. NSYNC. Backstreet Boys. Pretty Willie. St. Louis Pretty area. Pretty Willie. Chingy. Cousin. Uh-huh. Chris Demon and Travis Arell. Hey, hey, all right. <laughs> Guys, it has been an absolute blast getting back in don't and recording. No, no, is that bad? Do we, we don't say that anymore. So what we're going to do, <laughs> it's going to be, for now, we're, uh, we're going to schedule out three podcasts, probably be hour and a half, two hours long each week. A lot of interactive sections. We're working on uh, 
a trusted streaming option. There's plenty of streaming options out there. But if you have any suggestions for the show, you want to be a part of it, go to our Facebook page, join the suggestions private. for the show. Motherfuckers, just download it. Fuck your suggestion. <laughs> I don't talk about a suggestion for a show. <laughs> Fuck your suggestion. We sit up here, work our asses off for 30 minutes out of a day prepping for this podcast, and now we want fucking suggestions? Well, we're going full nope. podcast, so it it totally and completely all depends on you guys hanging out, listening, coming out to our live events. Again, April 6th, buy tickets now what? for the Terry Yake event. Uh, June 3rd at Off-Broadway. Come check us out. Big thanks to Sam Engineering today, to Shock City, our new partners. And if you want to be part of this podcast network that we're launching, hit me up, cdenman at weareliveradio.com. Until then, check out Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those places. So excited to be back. Thank you guys so much for participating today. Travis, any final words? Shock City! We are live and we'll be back tomorrow. 